Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the People Processes Podcast, where we dive deep into the tools, laws, and yes, processes that you need to know in order to scale and grow your organization. On this podcast, we help you structure your business processes to make your people your organization's greatest competitive advantage. Don't forget, you can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and pretty much any podcatcher of your choice. You can also subscribe at peopleprocesses.com, which will give you exclusive subscriber-only content. Here is your host, Rami Alajil, author and CEO of People Processes. You found out that you have misclassified employees. They should have been employees. You should have been paying them overtime or tracking overtime. You should have made sure they were being paid the minimum wage. Maybe they should have been eligible for employee benefits, but you have been calling them independent contractors. You've been 1099-ing them when you should have had uh, been withholding income tax, Social Security, and Medicare. I don't know how you found out. Maybe a great HR person told you. Maybe the worker himself or herself told you and said, hey, you owe me a lot of money. Maybe you fired an independent contractor. You said, hey, I don't need you anymore. And they went and filed for unemployment insurance. This is the most common reason. They said, hey, I've worked at this guy's business for 10 years and I want unemployment. And you're like, hey, you've been a 1099. You don't get unemployment. That's when the Department of Labor is going to knock on your door. These are things you want to avoid. You do not want to misclassify your employees. I have seen it happen a hundred times where small businesses pay cash or just direct money and then they 1099 them at the end of the year. You don't get to pick whether someone's an independent contractor or employee. The employee, the worker, doesn't get to pick. The IRS has in-depth rules. The Fair Labor Standards Act has rules. The National Labor's, National Labor Relations Act has rules. The EEOC has rules about who is an employee who is subject to employment laws, and who is a business that you get to hire. This video is not about figuring that out. If you have that problem and you're not sure, go check out our series on independent contractor versus employee classification. This is what you do when you find out you have misclassified it. First, take a deep breath. If you're worried that you've misclassified contractors when they should be employees, there is a silver lining. The IRS offers a program called the Voluntary Classification Settlement Program, the VCSP. It provides a way out with limited consequences. Now, there's a few key items here. To qualify, you must have consistently treated these workers as non-employees in the past. Consistency is the key here. You also must have filed all required 1099 forms for them, showing that you haven't been paying them under the table. What does consistency mean? It means you can't have had four people as employees four people as independent contractors in the same position, or maybe they were an employee one year and then they're a 1099 the next year and then they're an employee this year. You just do whatever you feel like. But let's say, hey, I 1099 to my thought it could have been that way, but I was wrong. Second big requirement. Oh, and you have to file your 1099s, right? Don't, <laughs> and don't, uh, you can't just pay people cash, right? You got to actually have treated them as an independent contractor and file their 1099s. You can always go back and do that. You'll pay some penalties, but it's better to File that than not. That way they're going to pay their taxes. Secondly, and this is the big requirement, you can't currently be under audit by the IRS, the Department of Labor, or a state agency for worker classification. You can't do this if the DOL is knocking on your door going, hey, let's talk about employment misclassification. 
That's a big problem. That is call up a lawyer and hold your butt. It's going to be expensive. When you misclassify someone, what normally happens if, they, if you're under investigation and they say this should have been an employee, you are liable for all of the employment taxes you should have paid, all of their taxes, their portion of the taxes you should have paid, any benefits they would have been eligible for, vacation time, sick leave, if that's required in your state, all the things about employment, plus overtime that maybe you didn't calculate if that's relevant. So it's there is no like, eh, we'll only go back a little bit under an audit. If, it's, if you get under audit, the only thing to do is to pay every penny you would have plus taxes, penalties, and interest, okay? If you're not under audit yet, though, you can do the voluntary, that's why it's called voluntary, Classification Settlement Program. Google Form 8952, IRS Form 8952. It has to be submitted at least 60 days before the planned reclassification. Recommended you do it 120 days. That On that form, you're going to list every employee and the job that you're going to reclassify. Once you fill that form out, you'll calculate a penalty. And that penalty is not going to be all of the employment taxes, all the employee taxes, all of the employer side that you would have owed. It's just going to be 10% of the employer taxes you would have paid in the past. You just got a 95% discount, not to mention you're legally uh, addressing this. That comes out to about 1% of the wages paid to the reclassified worker for just the past year. This is a huge relief compared to the potential penalties of getting caught, which includes paying all the FICA, Medicare, Social Security, penalties, all that stuff. This is worth doing. If you find yourself in this situation and you're a larger organization, hire a lawyer. Come on now. I mean, this is an important thing, and there's going to be a lot of pieces you need to work on. But uh, small business, it's not that hard of a form to fill out. It's not that hard to enter into. So don't panic. The VCSP is a valuable resources, and it's worth checking it out, okay? Speaking of that Form 8952, that Application for Voluntary Classification Settlement Program, the application that needs to be submitted, like I said, minimum 60, but preferably 120 days before the desired date of reclassification. Read the form. This varies depending on the size of your organization. It's crucial for the taxpayer, not a representative, to sign that Form 8952. A representative with power of attorney can be included in the process like a lawyer, but in the end, it's your settlement, so you've got to understand it. After reviewing the application and verifying eligibility, the IRS is actually going to contact you or the representative to complete the process. So again, you can have a lawyer do it or you can do it yourself. Under that VSP, you're going to agree to pay 10% of the employment tax liability due on compensation paid to the workers for the most recent tax year. Okay? You're not liable for penalties or interest in the amount, and you're going to pay that 10%. We've got that part down. Now, the next part is communicating this with your workers, these people being reclassified. The communicating the decision is very delicate. It's essential to be transparent and explain the changes uh, in their classification and how it's going to affect their day-to-day -day work, highlighting the benefits such as access to benefits, employee benefits and protections, uh, overtime, they're going to clock in and out, you're going to track their hours or if they're LSA exempt, they're salaried, that kind of thing. You have to lay all that out. It's important to assure them that the reclassification is about complying with tax laws and is not a reflection of their work quality or the value they bring to the company. Some people are going to feel like becoming employees is um, a demotion, but most of them are going to be pretty happy with this. It's going to lower their tax bill and increase yours. So you want to go through this and explain that you are 
reclassifying them as of this date to employees if they want to continue. And now they're employees, which means you've got to be an employer. You need a handbook. You need to make sure you're offering, uh, you do a job offer letter or a contract if necessary. So probably not. Um, you got to make sure if you're in a state that requires it, you give them sexual harassment training. You have to um, get a W-4 and an I-9 citizenship verification. All that onboarding stuff applies now. Because it's not like hiring a 1099, an independent contractor, you're hiring an employee. So the key part of this is communicating with the employee that the change is going to happen and then treating them like a regular employee. While the VCSP provides a safer route to reclassification, it does not absolve employers of all legal risks. Employers must be prepared for increased scrutiny during the first three years following reclassification, subject to a special six-year statute of limitations by the IRS itself. Also crucial to ensure that all other employment law requirements are met following the reclassification. Because if you do this reclassification and you start screwing around with other things, they could revoke it and then it would fall under audit, right? So this is a they're giving you a heck of a way out, lowering your potential tax liability by 95 plus percent. But you gotta be, you gotta be keep your nose clean, all right? So the advantages of the VCSP. Uh, it lowers your financial the the financial impact compared to the penalties and taxes that would be due if the IRS discovered that misclassification independently. You avoid interest and penalties on the tax liability. You are not subject to any specific tax audits for the workers' classification for the previous years. It's great. Bonds. An upfront payment. You need to make a complete payment of the amount due on the under the closing agreement when entering the VCSP. So. You're going to have to come up with 1% of your misclassified wages, maybe one and a half, something like that. That's a, could be a big nut. Employers, uh, you're going to face heightened scrutiny from the IRS for the three years following the reclassification. And the other is this is a permanent change. Once you enter a VCSP, the reclassification is permanent. Employers must treat these workers as employees for future tax periods. Do not do this and then go right back to your old ways. You will get caught and it will go badly for you. The VCSP presents a pragmatic solution for employers who have misclassified their workers as independent contractors. While it offers a less burdensome path <laughs> rectifying classification errors, it demands a really careful consideration in making sure you adhere to the terms of the agreements. You need to weigh the pros and cons, assess your eligibility, and consider talking to a lawyer before applying. Ultimately, the VCSP provides an opportunity to align tax laws uh, with your company objectives and give you a fresh start for the business and your workers alike. So take advantage of it. So let's recap. You have employees, you have workers who you've classified as independent contractors and you want to make, and you realize you need to make them employees. If you're under audit, talk to a lawyer. You're trying to minimize pain. You're going to have to fix this. Okay. If you're not under audit, you recognize this is a problem. Maybe an employee's brought it to you, an HR person is, then the voluntary classification settlement program is your ticket out of this, okay? And it's time to man up, lady up, get out there and fix it. Check out Form 8952, Application for Voluntary Classification Settlement Program. That should be something that can help you with it. If you have problems, you want to talk to an HR company like ours, People Processes, check us out at peopleprocesses.com. I would be more than happy to have a quick conversation with you or set you up and uh, we could look at offering our services to handle a lot of this stuff for you. In the end, this is your responsibility, and I want you to take it seriously. So take a look at the classification settlement program. It's going to go well for you. Thank you for your time today. I hope you have a great day. Now it's time for you to go out there and get your work done. Talk to you soon.
ladies and gentlemen, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Check us out on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter at People Processes. Go to peopleprocesses.com, subscribe, and get some of our subscriber-only content. And if you got something out of this, make sure you share it with anyone you know. Thank you for tuning in. Now it's time for you to go out there, have a great day, and get your work done.